The following podcast is a Dear Media production. human beings of the internet. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today I have an OG freaking friend. Yes, I have friends. You do have friends. It's true. Claudia is one of my oldest friends. If you guys don't know, Claudia Saluski is like an OG YouTuber slash just like Insta baddie. I think you're kind of an Insta baddie. Oh, don't, 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 don't say that. But like a little bit. Well, here's the thing is I try not to be like, I'm very self-aware with the the posts that I, you know, oh my gosh, the posts that I post on Instagram. I I really try to kind of spread it all out and make the feed look, I want some variety, you know? Yeah, I will say that you're one of the most... I try to keep it. I mean, here's the thing, because I don't I don't want to hate on Insta baddies or anything. No, like never. You know what I mean? They're doing it. They're getting their coin. It's great. Um, I think I you know, I try not to show too much and I try to, you know, keep it classy. You're one of the most OCD perfectionist people I know. So this is true. This is I can believe this for sure. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Obviously today we have Claudia Saluski, one of my oldest and dearest friends. I'm literally sitting in her new house and I'm just like looking around right now. I don't know if you guys know, we're going to get into all these things, but like, isn't this crazy? This is actually insane. Lauren, we're growing up. Well, that's like what I was thinking on the way here. I was like, what is the mood of today? It's kind of just like, at first I was like, is it going to be like in love or is it going to be like adulting? Like, I don't know. I think it's, it's a blend Mm -hmm. of a few different moods. I think we've got adult for sure. Adulthood, big mood, domestic, big mood. Big mood. Before you came here, I spent the whole, the whole morning cleaning the house. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to tidy up for you. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And then I think my last mood is just gratitude. I've had the most exciting week here. We've Did you say gratitude? Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> I just didn't hear you and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't yeah. going to think you were cute for no reason. Yeah, we've been sleeping in this house for a week now, which went by so fast because every day there's just so much to do. So it's flying by, but it's crazy. You know, oh a new life chapter is starting. So I'm I'm grateful to be starting it and excited and eager and I'm feeling like a mother honestly you really are a mother and like I it was it was a weird concept for me when you you know so if you guys don't know Claudia has been in a relationship with for a year with her boyfriend Phineas who's a very successful artist you guys should check out his music he's so amazing and she obviously makes incredible YouTube videos she's been on YouTube forever she's been my friend on YouTube's turned to real life sister forever and they just bought a house together and it was one of those things where I was like, oh my God, like my little sister's growing up. And it felt like a little weird at first. And we talked about it for a while too. You're like, should I move in with my boyfriend like a year ago? And now that it's like happening and I'm here, I, I can't even imagine going back to your old apartment. Well, this is the crazy thing. So yeah, Phineas and I met last September. And yes. I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of when we first started talking about living together. I think everything we do is just so not rushed, but always fast paced. I yeah. think we just get really excited and we're stoked. And um, so, I mean, I think we started talking about it as soon as 
that next January or February. hundred percent. I mean, that's when I texted you and I you was like. You texted me in. He just told me that he wants to live with me by the end of this year. You texted me, I think after like Christmas break mm-hmm. and you were like, okay, Phineas literally just sent me this text. You sent me a screenshot. Yeah. And he was like, I think we should live together. And you were like, what do I do? And I, I said to you, and you know, I give really good advice. I said, listen, a lot of people move in together right away. But if you're not ready, you don't have to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I think it just depends. Like, if you really want to spend the rest of your life with him and you're not in a rush, then don't rush into it. But at the same time, if you feel ready, go for it. And you're like, you know what? You're right. I think I'm going to wait. And then, lo and behold, two months later. <laughs> Didn't wait at all. You showed up to my house and you're like, so some things have changed. And I was like, what do you mean some things have changed? Okay. The best piece of advice you gave that I clearly did not follow. Right. But I just want to vocalize it because it was Thank great. You. Was that... You know, life is long and you were like, if he's the one and this is the way that I feel about my boyfriend Cameron, we have so much time to do those things that right now we're just, we're enjoying this phase of life where we have sleepovers and we have our separate places. Um, And I thought that was really great advice. And then I relayed it back to Phineas (laughs) and he was like, no, that's bullshit. We're moving in together. We have to, we have to, we have to. It'd be so fun. We can get a dog. And I was like, you're right. He, he just shouted, that's not Okay, true. can I just say one Are thing really quick? Are you telling me you weren't excited to move in together? You look very nice. Thanks very much. Hi, by the way. Hi, Finn. So, I was in uh, Berlin, Germany at the time having a conversation with Claudia, and I was like, real talk, when are we moving in together? And I remember this because I saw the, the screenshot. By the way, we've been together four months at the time. Yes, Three 100%. Yeah. And she was like, well, you have your Phineas house, and I really want to get my Claudia house. And maybe after that period... We'll live together. And I was like, sounds like bullshit. Sounds like someone else's opinion. Doesn't sound like a typical Claudia. House. I never said the Claudia house thing though. I told her yeah, not to invest. I told her, I was like, do not invest in a house if you are going to move in with him in like a year. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like something that someone else maybe told his advice. And I was like, that's all fine. And I was like, no worries. It's totally cool. And then I got back four weeks later. Um, it had been a, the longest five weeks of my whole life away from her. I hated it. I hated <laughs> like every minute of it. Yeah. And I got back and I said something, something about real estate or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, on the other side of like whenever you get your house, like whatever, five years down the line, whenever we're moving in together. And Claudia goes, actually, I've changed my mind. I just want to move in with you. I will say, so, though. I never said, oh, go get your house. Do I was like, if you're going to take a house, yeah. flip it, yeah. sell it. I was like, that's going to take forever. FYI. Yeah, like, I was like, if, if you really want to do that, sure. But like, if you yeah. actually want to move in with this guy, then like, yeah. don't fucking buy a house. Well, so that was not my advice. That was her vision of like decor, like interior design. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was absolutely me just wanting to have a home that I could make my own and but do you feel like you can do that now here but 1000 percent, that is what's happening here check out the furniture (laughs) (laughs) we are fully sitting in my old living room because all we did was just take my living room furniture from my apartment and brought into this house and is anyone complaining oh he's gone he can't even complain i'll say two things really quick one i sat down and we're with all your old furniture and i feel like we're not even in a new house at all and two my favorite thing about phineas is that he, the first time I met him, you said something, you guys, you were like, oh, we were in the kitchen and I, Phineas was saying this. And then I said, he was like, that's not what happened. Oh, I know. He checks me every time. He checks you. Cause sometimes like, as your friend, you'll be like talking, I'll be like, 
did that really happen? I'm like, is that exactly, I think I was there, but are you sure? And I'm like, oh, Claudia's, okay, yeah, that's not, that sounds about right. He literally is like, that's not what happened. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You know what? Here's the thing. I was going to say that I fluff things, but I'm, I'm not even going to point all of the guilt over onto my side because, you know, I think the one thing that Phineas and I really value is delivery of jokes, mm-hmm. stories, anything that's happened. And if we can add in some some little seasoning, a little spice, just to add that, you know, just make it a little funnier. Add that kick, we'll do it. And sometimes if, <laughs> if it somehow, you know, embarrasses the other party or someone takes it too far, then we check each other and we're like, did that really happen like that? Did, yeah. I, I mean, my favorite yeah. thing is calling people out because we all embellish. We all embellish all the time. Yeah. But yeah. it's my favorite that like you have like a partner that actually like you guys, I feel like you guys both live in like in love land. And so it's nice to see you guys like check each other on stuff. Cause I'm like, okay, at least they're not fully fucking insane. Oh yeah. Uh, well, we're the worst in social media. We're so lovely. You know? guys, if you don't follow it's Claudia and Phineas, I highly <laughs> recommend it because they're insane. It's like, they'll post a picture and it's like, oh my God, I can't wait to fucking marry you. And I'm like, oh my God, calm down. Honestly. Yeah. All the comments, the comments that we leave on each other's posts are worse than the actual posts themselves. You know, a hundred percent. Yeah. You got, well, you've been on comments. You've been on comments by celebs, right? I uh, thought I saw you on comments by celebs. I don't, is that a, I don't know what that is. Oh my God. Is the famous getting tour guys. The famous getting tour. Is, that an, is tour. that an Instagram it's account? An, it's an Instagram account that celebrities love and it highlights comments by celebrities on other celebrities posts. And oh, well, they're definitely not posting my comments. Maybe. No, I his. think you were like a part of like a slew of things on like a Billie Eilish or okay. like something post. Okay. I don't know. But I was like, oh shit, she's made it. Oh like, my God. I was like, she's on comments by celebs. That is so funny. Recently, Headspace, the account followed me and I'm freaking out because I love that app. And it, so- How much, um, how much is their app per month? Is it expensive or is it free? Uh, I definitely pay. Definitely not free. You should try to hook that up for yourself. Honestly, you're so right. Cause they slide into the DMs. They're commenting. They're active. Every, every single one of my friends has slid into sweet greens DMs and has gotten free sweet green, like cards, like full, like multiple, multiple, multiple salads. Oh my God. I mean, this is the life we live. This is 2019, motherfuckers. We're all getting free shit left and right. The rich getting richer. <laughs> oh it's so God. fucked up. Is hiring challenging? Yes. Do you love a challenge? Also, yes. You need a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge and you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. We streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you match candidates. And with Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed US data. One of the things I really love about Indeed, though, is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because the candidates you invite to apply are already three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only just see it in a search. So they're really getting you one step closer to hire by immediately matching you with quality candidates. Like we don't have time to waste. We don't have dilly dallying. I just need someone to join my team that knows what they're doing 
And I don't want to stress about it. I want Indeed to do the hard work for me. And they do. It shows me candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit the description immediately after I post so I can hire faster. And even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring platform delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talentness 2019. So join 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. You can start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash mood. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash mood. Just go to indeed.com slash mood and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash mood terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I don't know if you know this, but they say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon. But what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about me. I just did the whole pregnancy thing and kind of complained about it to you guys the whole time. But that is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. I love this because... I just feel like I trust Ritual with everything. And the only reason I honestly took prenatals was because of Ritual. And I'm going to tell you why. It's the Essential for Women prenatal. You guys know they obviously have the Essential for Women 18 plus if you're not pregnant. So don't forget about that. But it's a prenatal vitamin made traceable with vegan bioavailable and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. I love it because it's a citrus or mint essence capsule and they're designed to be gentle on your stomach so you can take them when you want with or without food. I literally looked forward to taking it because it was so easy and tasted good. Like, I don't know how to tell you that. And then you just feel so accomplished and proud growing your baby because you're like, oh my God, I just put this high quality formulation with nature identical choline and clinically studied methylated folate to support your baby's neural tube development before and during pregnancy. It also has 300 milligrams of vegan sustainably sourced omega-3 DHA, and that's going to support your baby's brain development during pregnancy as well. These capsules are a delayed release, so they're designed to dissolve later in the small intestine in an ideal place to absorb nutrients. So like they have thought of everything. You are getting those nutrients. You are a pregnant superhero, okay? Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. And Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. All you have to do is visit ritual.com slash mood to start Ritual or add Essential for Women prenatal to your description today. Okay, so what are we saying our current mood is? It's adulting and I guess you're saying grateful. I guess I was like grateful I was too. saying adulting, domestic, mm-hmm. grateful. Um, what are you feeling? What's your mood? I feel like my mood is like, it, it, it kind of goes into adulting because it's like this cool thing of, I might not feel like I'm doing the exact same thing as you, but I'm doing something on the same track of growth, but also like, I'm just so proud of you. So like, I don't want to just say like proud, but it's like proud slash like we are getting older. Like we are like growing up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, the relationship I've always had towards you is like, I've always looked up to you. And I mean, I feel like I've talked about this on countless of, you know, countless panels you sent me with the you. cutest fucking voice memo two weeks ago. I, I almost did. cried. I almost cried. I did. And I just, well, I've always just looked up to you and how much you don't, you never 
underestimate yourself and you're always trying new and different things. And um, I think you moved out to Los Angeles a year before me. Yeah, but you were also a lot younger. That's true. That's very true. Um, And so I kind of, I feel like whatever I'm going through, you've already gone through it or you're going through it at the same time. Yeah, it's a weird like role reversal for us right now. Yeah. Because like you've been in a shorter relationship. I've been in a longer relationship. I remember like when you were single for the first year of my relationship with Cameron and you were like our kid, you would be like, okay, I met this guy. And we'd be like, no, Claudia. Exhausting. Yeah, exhausting. And so it's like, it's cool like seeing like, yeah, I moved into a house and now you're moving into a house, but like you're doing something I've never done, which is move in with your significant other. And I'm not right. even there yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like this really cool role reversal that like I'm super here for because I'm excited to like learn something from like your like your mistakes and I was, shit. I was going to say <laughs> now you get to learn from my mistakes or we get to, you know, just you won't admit continue. them for like 12 months. But when I get there, you'll be like, OK, so, so this true. is what really happened. So <laughs> this is what bothers me the fuck out of no, I'm kidding. We have People a very were really productive and mutually beneficial. Yeah. And very, um, what's the word? Nurturing friendship. But a lot of people were even saying like, because we, you had a one clip in my I, my vlog like a few weeks ago and a lot of people were being like, wait, you and Claudia like briefly mentioned that you were talking about like your careers and like all this stuff and how you support each other, like share that wisdom. And I, I just thought, oh my God, like it's so crazy that there are actually are two girls that are in the exact same line of work, like mm-hmm. so exact. We, so similar. We yeah. have the exact same agents. We don't have the same manager, but we have similar people on our team, mm-hmm. exact same line of work. And all we do is like give each other advice and make sure we're on the same page, make sure we're doing the right stuff and I think that's really rare in this industry especially totally but also we both are from Chicago so I know maybe that's it I don't know uh we're both from Chicago and we we have known each other for seven eight years something crazy so long um and we started YouTube around the same time I met your family early on so you feel like family and we moved out here around the same time and why am I even talking about this but it's just like when we go like when we go home it's like It's like when we go home, it's like, okay, we're going out to dinner with like my family. Oh, Claudia, take a train down. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, and then she sleeps at my mom's condo. It's fine. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the reason why, like, I've never felt any sort of competition or weird. Because it's like, if you win, I win. And then if I win, you win. You know what I mean? Like we're on the same team as opposed Mm -hmm. to like competing against each other on different teams. And I think also um, what people forget often is that there's actually so much room in this industry to do whatever you want and do your thing. (laughs) I can't. I literally can't. I'm sorry. We're we're just in a very distracted environment. Um, Phineas just pulled out a Christmas tree from the closet. Are you taking that to dinner? I had to hide it. It's not Christmas time yet. We found the Christmas closet, though. It is always jacket time. I just didn't know where else to put it temporarily. I honestly, the second I put it in there, I was like, he's this is going to be an issue. I can't believe you guys live together. This is so cute. It's, it's really, it's so oh exciting. God. We wake up every single morning. And we're like, OK, we win. This is fun. This is so this sick. Is what but like in you're winning. But, like, I'm winning because I'm sitting here and I get to enjoy it, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. We're going on so many tangents. I know. I, my friends at The Morning Toast, they called one of their episodes the other day called The Morning Tangent. And I was just like, <laughs> yes. I was like, that's amazing. That's really funny. So there's a few, like, just, you know, like, housekeeping things. 
speaking of, um, we're actually both nominated for Revolve Awards. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. This is such perfect timing. I know. So yeah. this will be going up on Wednesday. So if you guys want to go vote for us, maybe split it 50, 50, that's totally fine. But either way, just go vote for the Revolve Awards. We'll be there. We're both nominated for YouTube channel of the year. And then I have a new vlog up on my channel and I'll be in San Francisco with Caitlin Bristow. I'll be on her podcast and I'll be performing live with her. Um, go to her website, buy tickets. By the time this podcast episode comes out, it'll be on Saturday and I'll be performing with her on stage in San Francisco. So I hope to see some, some of you guys there and meet you guys and probably just get drunk and be funny on stage. Oh my God. Are you nervous to do a live podcast on stage? Um, if your boyfriend was sitting front row, yeah. I'd be nervous too. I gotta go. You gotta go? I love you. I love you too. Listen to this. this is Have great. a great time at the Hayride tonight. <laughs> love you. Thank you. Lauren, great to see you. So good to see you. Enjoy your uh, Enjoy your dinner. Bye. Bye. I love you. Love you too. That wasn't funny. <laughs> Current mood is always what our moods are and what's going on in the world, what's going on in our lives. Obviously, you know, Claudia just moved into this amazing house, but she's obviously been so distracted. So I really want to just like pick her brain. I'm like, I'm figuring out that she clearly doesn't pay attention to jack shit because you didn't listen to comments by celeb or you didn't, you don't even know that comments by celebs exist, which is just like so fucked up. I, I can't even I have keep a really, up with my own Instagram okay, feed. This, you're, this is such bullshit. This is such bullshit. I need you to spend more time on the internet. I'm going to ask you a hard-hitting question. Lauren, I've been moving boxes okay, that's fine. every day for the moving last Moving is months. really hard. I'll give you that. I have done nothing on my phone. <laughs> okay, but when I come over here and there's, yeah. like, not a single box. Oh. Uh, like, we're doing a follow-up episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you watched okay. any of the Jeffree Star Shane Dawson? You're going to say no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to go, guys. I know. Okay, you know what? The other day... No, I can't. What have you seen? What have you seen? Anything? Have you I have heard seen anything? Nothing. All I have done is watch, is force Phineas to watch Halloween Town with me because I'm trying, I was trying to get into the spooky spirit, but But it's now, already over. It's already over. So now we're going to move on to classic Christmas movies. Um, well, can I tell you something really quick? Yeah. So Claudia and Jackie were like telling me to watch Jeffree Star and- So you watched the whole thing. So I watched the series. My friend got in town last Thursday after I recorded with um, Joey King. And we just had a girls night where we just like stayed up and chatted. And she was like, I really, and it's my best friend, Mego, who's like, so just like you would, she doesn't, she literally doesn't know how to do her makeup. She doesn't own any makeup. She doesn't know anything. And like, I literally had to like beg her to let me curl her hair. Mm-hmm. And she was like, let's watch the Jeffree Star Shane stuff. And I was like, you've been watching this? She's like, who hasn't? So I was like, okay, I really want to get into it. me. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we have to get into it. So we started watching it. And the only reason, not the only, but like the reason mostly I'll recommend it to you is mm-hmm. because as someone in the digital industry, it was fucking fascinating. Like there it's was- probably so inspiring to watch. Too. It was I inspiring mean, in a sense of like, he, Jeffrey himself is, I, I, I fell in love with him. Like I get it yeah. now. At first yeah. I was like, I don't get how he's so successful just cause like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I watched him. I totally fucking get it. And then I really felt for Shane in a sense of like, he's living what I kind of like sometimes subconsciously feel times a hundred of like all these new YouTubers have come up. He is one of the first YouTubers. People don't even know that anymore. People just yeah. associate with him, Jeffrey star. And it's mm-hmm. like, Jeffrey is such a good person in a sense of he gave him these opportunities, but then they talk numbers and they're like, you'd be making 70, 30 here. You'd be making, and like, for those of you, obviously you obviously don't know because Claudia and I don't always record podcasts. Like mm-hmm. those are the conversations that you and I have. I'm like all the time. 
you're like, should I get a manager? And I'm like, well, they shouldn't be taking this percentage. And it's like, it's such a weird just industry where it is right now in a sense of we're such guinea pigs and we're Mm -hmm. pioneering this thing and watching one of the OGs with one of the most successful people and then them actually spilling the tea of what it's really like and not sugarcoating it. Like my favorite thing that I told Cameron is that Kylie Cosmetics pays around $4 per makeup palette to produce it. Jeffrey pays 20 and they're sold at the same price, yet he still makes all of it back, all of it back. Wow. Like that's how good his products it. And like, he'll walk home after everything's off the top with $20 million or something for a palette. Like that's insane. That's crazy. And then you just watch it and you're like, oh, well, like you can be an entrepreneur. You can own everything yourself. Like you don't ha- like you can fuck up, but you also like don't have to do it the way that like Hollywood has taught you or whatever. Right. And like, honestly, it was so okay. good. So I did watch the Jeffree Star series that Shane The did. first one? The first one, like Jeffree's World or something yeah. like that. So I'm pretty familiar with, you know, everything that happened in those and sort of Jeffree's World and um, career. It's so crazy. I really want to watch I feel like I always go on the morning toast and they're always like, you're our YouTube resident, like influencer, whatever. And, you know, you're the same as me. So like, what do you think about like all the new people coming up on the scene? Like David Dobrik, Emma Chamberlain, like Jeffree Star, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Not like I'm saying, what do you think about them as people? Like just mm-hmm. what do you think about the change that has been made since you started? You know? I mean, we were just talking about this before we turned yeah. on the microphones. And it's just so crazy how truly, like, trends change and the content that's asked and desired for changes. Um, I mean, I think good for them. Go them. Yeah. You know, I think they they found what works for them and they're truly killing it. And that's awesome. And it's the best thing you can do is honestly learn from that and be like, mm-hmm. what is working for them? How can I adapt or turn this into my own version of that or whatever? Um, I think it's awesome. You guys know my favorite place to get my furniture is Article. It is the absolute best stuff you will find on the market because they are geniuses. And you guys know I'm picky too. Like my home and my home decor and my aesthetic means quite literally everything to me. And Article believes in delightful design for every home too. Thanks to their online only model, they have some really delightful prices, which is one of the main reasons I love it as well. But don't worry, they've curated an assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, boho, It's going to make all of your furniture shopping simple and you're going to find something you love. Their team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. So not only are you going to be shocked by the prices, it's going to come in. You're going to be like, wait, this is literally incredible quality, incredible craftsmanship, and it's going to stand the test of time while looking good. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada, plus they're not going to leave you waiting around. You get to pick the delivery time and they're going to send you updates every step of the way, And their customer service is so amazing. They were so sweet. Their knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is just smooth and stress-free, which mine has always been. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So to claim this, you can visit article.com slash mood and the discounts just going to be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash mood. 
You guys know the drill. I am lazy, but I am healthy, okay? I was tired of taking so many supplements and wanted a single solution that is going to support my entire body and cover all my nutritional bases every single day. If you're someone like me who's like obsessed with gut health or really needs a boost in energy, immune support, maybe you just hate taking pills and vitamins and want a supplement that actually tastes good, you are going to absolutely love AG1. I was just talking to my boyfriend's dad about it. He's obsessed, which is just like, if you can get the parents on board, like generations of generations, okay? So I drink AG1 in the morning before just really doing anything besides obviously feeding the girl. And it just makes me feel unstoppable, ready to go. Like I already accomplished something so important with the most minimal effort ever. I'm obsessed AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. So it's going to replace your multivitamin, your probiotic, and all-in-one drinkable habit. It really is a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients. So they're really raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. Why take a bunch of different things when you can literally just mix one scoop in powder in water once a day? And knowing that every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, whole food source ingredients, high quality, they're going to give me major benefits, a mood booster. I just feel amazing. It's the best daily habit you guys need to get on board. Also, it's like tis the season, you know? If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to ag1.com slash mood. That's drinkag1.com slash mood. Check it out. ever feel discouraged by like all the people coming up because I honestly don't as your friend like I don't feel like you do and I don't know if you could tell that I do but like I definitely have a lot and like do you ever feel that way or are you just like so like because I know you like for those of you who don't know and don't watch Claudia's videos she's very like OCD in her editing like it's very perfectionist like her content is truly incredible whereas like mine has always just been based off my personality like that was the same when I was best friends with like Gen X Pen like Mm -hmm. she would take two hours to edit I would take 30 minutes so it's like since you are so like creatively kind of in touch with the way you edit and stuff, did you ever get intimidated or feel like you had to change? Yeah, I think maybe if anything, it was frustration because I've always, you know, took, I've, it always takes me, you know, hours for every single video because I add iPad graphics and I get super specific with the shots and the lighting and the music and how it fades in and out. And um, I've just kind of always been that way. And my content has always just, there's a certain standard that I like to hit Mm -hmm. for that. Um, And I think it just, I've never felt, um, I just, as a person, feel so different from like anyone who you just listed. So it's not necessarily like, oh, personality-wise or anything, because we're all so different. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was always trying to adapt to any of those trends. I mean, I remember when I first moved out to LA, I just never was the type of person to collaborate. And a huge thing is collaborating. That was like the number one way to grow your numbers, to network. And I just never did it. And I don't know why. And do I regret it? Probably. But we all started in our bedrooms. So it's like all these people that started making videos in their bedrooms were all of a sudden expected to collaborate and go to live events. Yeah. And we're like, yo, did no one realize we all all did this alone in our bedrooms? Yeah. That's the reason why. Literally. (laughs) And it's just like, 
But I feel like that's why, like, you're one of the only people I collaborate with, like, digital or video Lee, Video-wise. Video-wise. Because, like, with a podcast, this is even hard for me. Like, I've been even getting anxiety now of, like, oh, I had all these ideas of guests, and now I actually have to reach out. And, like, totally, they're my friends, but, like, still, it's, you know, we we started this in our bedrooms for a reason. Absolutely. And I think... um, Maybe that's just a thing that exists out here or in in this industry, but time is really precious for everyone. I mean, I definitely 100%. feel that way, and I know others feel that way. And so, <laughs> guys, Lauren just spilled so much water on her lap. Why did you fill this glass up so hot? <laughs> oh my god! Because they're short. I was, gla- <laughs> I was trying to be sly and like not look and like they're listen short glasses. to you. I wanted to give you a good a good amount, you know. Um. Anyways. Uh, that was going to be my podcast name, by the way. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I think I heard that part because I'm an avid listener at this point. Oh my God, thank you so much. Two episodes in, I'm, I'm going strong. Um, wait, what were we just talking about? Uh, Moving to LA, expected oh, of us. yeah. And I think um, it always felt like this weird, intimidating thing where you're like, well, uh, this person probably doesn't want to collaborate with me. I don't want to reach out and use up a day of their time. Yeah. So I think it was just, I was intimidated by that and I've always just stuck with my editing and yeah, I think, um, I think it just, it changes and I never really fell into clickbait titles yeah. and all these crazy explosive. It's crazy because <laughs> like you've, I never really thought about it till now, but you've stayed so like true to yourself, like mm. throughout all this different kind of ebbs and flow of what is popular and what's not and everything. I think one of the reasons or um, motivators towards sticking that route is, yeah, it may have not necessarily helped me, you know, blow up in a crazy way like, you know, other YouTubers. But I think I've always had the mentality of, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. Everything that goes on the internet will forever be on the internet. And I know that I want to dive into different avenues and different... Um, and so I think I just, I always wanted to make sure that I was uploading content that I was proud of and never embarrassed by. Mm-hmm. And so whether that is going into, you know, acting or hosting or business owning or, you know, whatever kind of continues to, uh, whatever happened in the future. I know what you mean. Um, I think I, I like how I'm saying, I know what you mean as like, as if this isn't a podcast and I'm like, girl, I get it. Like, keep I get going. it. I get it. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I've entirely forgotten that we're filming a podcast at this point. I honestly. know. But I think I've just, I've always been very self-aware and self-conscious of what I'm posting and making sure that the, the image that I'm portraying myself as publicly stays true to who I am. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you're saying the Instagram thing, I was like, oh my God, wait, do I really seem like an Instagram baddie? Because I really try not no, to seem like an Instagram baddie. I was baddie. just saying that because like you're hot and you have an Instagram. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're all posting selfies and doing the damn thing. I need to so. say one thing before I segue into yeah. what I'm going to ask you yeah. is I just had a revelation when you were like, when you were talking about like the old days, I like, yeah. I thought of like the Palazzo and like Park La Brea, which is like where we used to live, which if you ever moved to In LA. In the middle of West Hollywood. I highly recommend never moving there. It's so <laughs> overpriced and you will live with so many bugs and so many smells. But anyway, um, I just realized that I filmed, remember when Sawyer Hartman did that charity thing? Oh my God, I remember. I filmed with Shane Dawson. Whoa. Yeah. Like oh he my was God. my charity person. So like I've, cause I knew that like I'd met him and like, I honestly thought about going back on Twitter and I, I think we like follow each other, maybe have DM'd once, but like mm-hmm. after becoming re-obsessed, I was just like, 
why do I feel a connection towards him? And then I realized it's because I literally filmed with him for this charity thing. I wonder if that video is still up. You should look at it. Oh my God. This. Oh, you're a genius. This is why she's a genius. Oh my God. I didn't even think that far. I'm so fucking stupid. You think <laughs> no, so no. far ahead. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to look up. We're going to look that up. And if it exists, I'll post it on my Instagram. But anyway, Perfect, done. I wrote something down because, you know, Kanye West is dropping a new album and I just oh, wanted yeah. to talk about it. But then I realized that you've actually gone to Sunday service. <laughs> Tell the world you've never posted about it. No one ever knows. This is an exclusive. You know me. I do hard-hitting journalism here. You have gone to Sunday service. Okay. Well, let's just make it clear. I was not invited personally. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Definitely so far from that. Um, no, Billy was invited and she brought Phineas and me with her. And it was so cool. We did it. When was that? It was but like, what was it like? Year. Like, what would you, if, if, if you're talking to the people of who right. who will never go, how would you describe it? Um, I mean, I'm just going to speak for myself and my opinions and experience. I personally am not the most religious person. I have different beliefs and I've definitely kind of tossed back and forth between what I believe in. I've gone to church with you before. <sighs> this is true. But how long ago was that? Two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think just being in that environment again you cannot deny that you just feel so full and so just pure and and happy. I don't like it was just but is it, it was all, a lot of singing? I was it, gonna say, is it like a concert or did someone was, do a sermon? Um it was well, it was indoors because I think it was raining that day. Mm-hmm. So we had it indoors and it was in this dome room and um, every the choir and everyone was just sort of in the center and we were surrounding them. And so the band was in the middle and it was mostly songs. It was a lot of gospel music and religious music, but also Kanye's music with a twist on the lyrics to make oh, it focused. Okay. Um, and I, it, I mean, it was just cool as fuck. Like I, <laughs> but like what I'm trying to gauge is like, yeah, was what you, it, what, what are you trying to pull from me? What I'm, I'm trying, trying to pull from you is yeah. like, when you go in, like, are you, are you attending a concert or is, no, is someone giving no, it's, like a, it's a sermon? It's there's, there was a pastor. I think that. Right oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was like a pastor that and he was did, doing he, most he did of the a talking. Speech. Yeah. yeah. He was doing most of the talking and there's music and kind of happening in the background. Um, and it definitely felt like church. Like you're not, oh, really? you're, oh, you're silent. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like you're being respectful towards the space yeah. and everyone around and no one's really But Kanye screaming. doesn't give the sermon. No, he just, he, it was pretty cool. We got there very early. Uh-huh. Um, so we sat down before assigned, pretty much anyone else. Assigned did. seating? No, no, no. No, no assigned seating. There were just benches. Oh. Yeah, we just sat down. Um, and he came over, introduced himself. Who, was, Kanye? Oh my, it was wait, you never very told me that. Sweet. Are you sure? I swear to God. You told me that Kendall, like... Took- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall did the same thing. She was like, if you guys need anything, let me know. Oh they were all so oh welcoming, God. so sweet. And it was cool because he... The room didn't have any lighting. It was all lit up naturally. And so there was this little doorway and he was like helping direct which way to move the mirror to bounce the light in. And, and oh, so he, he was, was like really he involved. He was walking around. He was setting things up. Very involved. Yeah. But he, he doesn't like give like the sermon. Like there's like a different no, pastor. No, no, no. It's probably else, like yeah. Judah or like someone like in that vein. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was someone else. But and then how many people do, do you think were there at the one you were at? Um, maybe 200. Like, like, how do you, we really squeezed all, in. Who are all those people? But um, I guess someone could look at you and be like, who the fuck is that bitch with the beautiful eyes? You know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> um, no, exactly. 
I didn't know. It's like, you know, someone who knows someone. Yeah. There were definitely a lot of people in the industry, a lot of musicians Mm -hmm. that I could recognize, but, um, but you never like went up and like got communion. No, 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 no. You just stay in your spot. You just stay in your spot. You stand up, you dance, you give thanks. You say hi, shake hands. Oh, do you like, do you like a real prayer? Um, or is it just a I song? I don't even remember. I'm trying to think. I mean, I would black out. I think there was, did we do a prayer? I don't even know. Like, think, dear father, thank you for I mean, subscribing to me by Lauren Elizabeth. He, <laughs> exactly that. He said exactly that. Dude, crazy. Um, you should have been there. It was wild. But uh, no, after, once it was done, everyone just got up and left. It was a very, like, you sit in your spot. What did you do after? Um, was there an after party? There, people did hang out. In the dome? In the back. No, no, no. They went outside to hang out and we were like, we're going to, we're going to skedaddle. We're going to do our own thing. Right. Yeah. It was, that one was out in Calabasas. So we had quite a road trip back. As in LA version of road trip. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As in like an hour. It's time to get friendly with my razor again because your girl is on maternity leave. And honestly, there's no better razor out there than the Athena Club razor. Shaving just used to be something that I dreaded. And I started getting back into it because obviously I got my gorgeous Athena Club razor and it just, I love an everything girl shower. You guys know this. I mean, the blade on my old razor used to get all just like goopy and stuff after a few uses, but I love the water activated serum on Athena Club's razor. I mean, there's just enough of it to soothe while shaving, but it's never going to get super gunky on the blade, which makes me feel like I have to like throw it away sooner. It's getting stuck on something, the shower. It's just disgusting and embarrassing and I hate it. And the reason why I would get stuck on things is because my old razor would always fall off its holder. But I love the magnetic hook that comes with the Athena Club razors. It's really genius and it just keeps my razor from falling. But besides the actual razor itself being amazing, obviously my legs feel amazing. Usually they would get really dry and dull quickly. But the sharp blades that Athena Club razors have are just really gentle on my skin and leave me feeling super moisturized, super smooth which just makes the everything girl shower experience that much better because you don't dread shaving. You know, you're going to feel so good afterwards. I mean, since switching, I've gotten zero razor bumps with Athena Club's razor. So in that water activated serum that I'm obsessed with on the razor, it has shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which you guys know is the holy grail for skincare. But the best part is that this whole razor kit is only $10 and comes with two blade heads, the magnetic hook and your choice of handle color. I did the matte black because I think it looks really, really chic. And I'm obsessed. Like, I just, I think it's like, oh my God, do you have like the most expensive razor ever? It's so chic. Nope, it's a $10 razor kit. But you can pick whichever one you want. And with Athena Club, you're never gonna have to worry about blade refills because you choose how often you want the replacement blades shipped to you. And you can now find them in Target stores nationwide, which is what I do. I just pick them up on my Target runs. They have really amazing shaving foam too that's gonna leave your skin super soft and hydrated. I love picking that up as well. Elevates the whole experience. So switch to the better razor and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Get started today by shopping in-store at Target stores nationwide. Just head to the shaving aisle to find the razor kit, cloud shave foam, wax strips, and razor refills. Now we're going to move on to our current obsessions because I just, I know Claudia is going to kill me for talking about Kanye West for too long, which I, did you touch his hand? Sorry. I did touch his hand. Oh my, why wouldn't you tell me that earlier? This is so fucking rude. I really think I did. From current mood to current obsession, my first obsession is 
You guessed it. Just kidding. No one obviously guessed it. I'm just like giggly right now. Um, <laughs> conspiracy theories. So I briefly mentioned this to Phineas and Claudia before we started recording because he brought up a conspiracy theory that he listened to on Joe Rogan's podcast. And I said, oh, my God, Joe Rogan is in the same category as me because apparently the morning toast put me in society and culture, which like, what the fuck does this podcast have to do about culture? I love that. Don't question it. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And moving on. And so I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, my brother listens to that. And I was like, wait, conspiracy theories. Oh, my God. That's my current obsession because I spent all weekend and obviously we were on um, Jeffree Star, the Shane train. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Shane's channel and we were talking about conspiracy theories at some point when my friends were in town. And I was like, Shane Dawson makes conspiracy theories, obviously the conspiracy palette. Mm-hmm. So we watched all of his conspiracy things and I am fully obsessed. Like I am telling myself not to dive into anything because I already believe almost every single thing that is in his videos. Have you watched any of his conspiracy videos? No. So does he do one-offs where he'll okay, just do so one video about? The problem is he doesn't do one-offs, but if you look at the timestamps, there's a bunch that are 30 minutes okay. and he'll do a few really, really fast. So we basically watched every single video. It was like four or five videos that were all 30 minutes and we didn't get into like the hour and 20 ones because that's, that's literally watching that's a movie. movie. That's yeah, a movie. That's exactly. A movie. Yeah. But one of my favorite ones that I told you about earlier was about the mattress stores and how there's like a mattress shop and every single fucking corner in the world and how it's all like money laundering. Oh my God. By the way, like no one like sue me. Like legally, this is all theory. This is all um, assumption, opinion. There's nothing factual about this. Anyway, so then there was one about, oh shit, I'm distracted. Oh, there's like a bunch about like the Illuminati and like who's controlled by it. Like there's just like so many, I, I can't think off the top of my head right now, but there's just so many that when you watch them, you're like, wait, this actually, oh, I know what it is. The Britney Spears one. Whoa. There, There is a Britney Spears. I mean, everyone knows Britney 911. Like, Britney Spears needs serious help. But, <laughs> like, someone go save her. She claims she's fine. She's obviously not fine. We all know it. If you watch her video of her singing from, like, last fucking Christmas, they slow it down. And it's, like, someone, like, walking around her. So imagine you're standing and someone's walking in a circle around you. And they're filming you. And if you speed up the video, it's going to be like a shaky video because you're going right, left, right, mm-hmm. left. And it's it's her voice. It's like, oh, baby, baby. Like something like that, right? Right. And then when you slow it down, it's like, oh, baby, baby. And then the camera is like steady. And then the thing that got me, because everyone's always like, why does she speak in that baby voice? Right. Then you slow the camera down. You hear her real voice. And you go back to videos of her when she was a little kid. She does not sing like Britney Spears. She sings like, like, like crazy, like deep voice. Like she does not sound like Britney Spears. And that's why she doesn't perform live. It's because she physically can't hit that pitch. So the conspiracy is that every single recording of Britney Spears, of Britney singing has always been sped up. Either sped up or like altered, altered, mutated, whatever. Yeah. And like, listen, like I'm not saying like, oh, like no artist gets like, what's the face tune of vocals? But, But here's the thing. Like voice enhancers or voice changes. Yeah, like everyone does it, but but I'm gonna show you. Could you could you just YouTube Britney Spears acoustic, you know, performance? What what the fuck would Britney Spears sing acoustically? (laughs) In what world is this bitch on a guitar? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a girl. Like Um, it sounds like Fat Joe. Like you know what I mean? 
I don't know about this one. Okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I also told your boyfriend, I was like, I want to believe everything. <laughs> like, so that was that was going to be my follow-up question. Is I'm this, a believer. Is, is these conspiracies are your latest obsession. How do you feel? What do they add to your life? Do you, does it make... <laughs> Does it make life more exciting? Are you more like, because you believe all of it, you're like, this is, I want, I, okay. Every morning you wake up, you're like, I want to hear another one. I want to hear it. I want to believe. Yeah. hundred percent. It's all about believing. My first email growing up was know-it-all 794 because my mom said, I'm a know-it-all. And I just like knowing things like I don't need to tell them to anyone. I don't need to broadcast them with the world unless someone's like obviously in danger. Whether whether they're conspiracies. I just like knowing things. You want to know it all. So like, like I I think I've told you before about the blinds. Like if any Mm -hmm. toasters are listening, they know about the blinds. Like it's a big morning toast thing is the blind items. And so like, I love seeing the blinds. I just like knowing things. So then when they come true, like I knew about it. Like, so with the conspiracy theories, it's like, well, I want to know what you think. Yeah. And I want to know what's going on. And, but I'm such someone too, that like, I believe in people so much, like in a good sense, in a way of like, I believe in you, but then in a bad sense of like, I believe in this conspiracy theory. I believe everything he's saying right now. How could this not be real? But at the same time, I'm very aware that like, it's the the word conspiracy. I'm like, well, this obviously can't fully be true. And there's a reason, but I'm glad that I know it and like see it now because it's fucking fascinating. You know what it sort of feels like? What? I feel like it's non-threatening drama in your life. Oh my God. Right? A hundred percent. I think I just unraveled it. A hundred percent. It's drama that you can spill over dinner. You could tell anyone, but it's non-threatening because it has nothing to do with you or any of the people you're talking about it with. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) I love dramatic things. I love like heightened things. And then this is like not harming anyone. I'm not talking shit about anyone besides like maybe like like Britney Spears but like it's Britney Spears not at dinner and no one's related to her so yeah. it's like I just love these like theories mm-hmm. and it, like they're just like juicy so yeah. I like I like getting the juice it's good table talk you know exactly yeah I'm into because they're also I just probably talk shit about other people there you go exactly my next current obsession is just really quickly. I wanted to give a quick shout out. This is obviously not sponsored. This is my third episode, but I was thinking about what my other current obsession is. And it's just the Dyson hair dryer because like I said, my friends were in town. My seven, my six best friends, seven, including me, literally not one girl did not use this fucking Dyson hair dryer. I need to get one. And I've talked about it on my channel and on my Instagram and everyone's like, is it worth the money? I mean, listen, this shit is fucking expensive. It's like buying a mini spaceship or like whatever for your house. Do you know, do you know how much it is? It's over $500, Whoa. which is insane. That's you can, insane. Because you can go to a Target and you can buy a hair dryer for $30. So like, I get it. It's fucking wild. But like, I didn't buy this. My, like I, I, so I what, did buy this myself. I'm saying I didn't get it sent to me. Like I fully bought it, but Every, I had six girls in my apartment, seven including me, and every single goddamn person had to use this hair dryer, became obsessed, put it on their Christmas lists. Like, if you've never seen this, go to my YouTube channel. I have a whole hair tutorial, but like this shit, Christmas is coming up, put it on your goddamn list. Wow. It is a good gift to ask too. And you know that like, exactly that forever because it's expensive, but it's useful. And then also it's like, you know me, like I always have hated my hair and I hate drying my hair. Like I was sitting there and you were like, oh, come over at three. And I was like, oh, I guess I should shower. Like I shower now. Claudia, I like, I I get in the shower for fun. She doesn't shower. That's something that like Lauren doesn't shower. That right there, not a conspiracy. (laughs) Tyson might say otherwise. (laughs) But like I get in the shower now just because I want to feel 
clean. Wow. Isn't I mean, I mean, I can relate because I, I shower every day, but this is new for you. I'm really excited. About Literally this. you. And I was talking to Libby on FaceTime before and she was like, oh, you're dried my hair. I never dry my hair. I was like, oh my God, it's so hard being perfect. I can't relate. Like, sorry, I have to dry my fucking hair. So does it really take less time? But it's oh, not 100%, damaging? 100%. My hair has grown so much. All my friends were in town and they're like, your hair is so long. So what is it? I have it? no extensions in right now. Is it just really strong or? It's like a supersonic, like they developed this airwave technology. Like, you know, even their, their, fans and stuff are like purified air like they just have air on blast no pun intended Ay. they just like know air and i know that sounds so goddamn stupid but they just they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and basically the way even the air flows is in the direction with the brush of the hair right so it's not blowing against it whereas blow dryers blow everywhere it's like mm. it's this whole thing and to prove it even further is that you will never find a dyson hair dryer on sale because they put almost 9 million or something, don't quote me, they put so much money into research that they cannot put these things on sale because they need to make their money back. Like, that's how, like, actually tech savvy it is. Right, right. You know what I mean? Josephine? My grandpa says that. I think I've heard that before. I was going to say. That sounds like a Midwest term. You know what I mean, Josephine? Um, Wow, I need to get one. Okay, well, I will I need to know your current obsessions. Well, kind of... Bouncing off of that, I mean, one of my obsessions is my Dyson wireless vacuum. Do Ooh, um, I do, but I don't love her. What do you use her you for? You don't love her? No. I use her for the whole goddamn house, Lauren Elizabeth. Ooh. Um, Claudia, your what? house is so goddamn big. You need another vacuum. Like you cannot no. go handheld for that. No, 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 no. It works so great. I used to have, um, I used to have one of those like really strong vacuums that had like the ball uh-huh. and it broke. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's about? a Dyson. The Dyson ball. Oh, the Dyson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had that and it was way too strong for all of my carpets. It oh. never fit under furniture mm-hmm. and it was so heavy. I had to unplug it everywhere I went. Uh, horrible bringing up and down the stairs. And mm-hmm. the reason I like the wireless one is because if you're not, there's two settings. There's like, I love that we're really getting diving into this. <laughs> there's two settings, like a stronger one and a weaker one. I just use the weaker, the weaker one. And honestly, it lasts for a very long time. I the think, max is going to be really good when you have a dog. That's Because it gets true. all the germs out, that's too. That's true. And the reason why I like it is it's so easy to vacuum your stairs. And I just keep it in my kitchen. And it's always, it's so easy to plug in. Hold, hold the microphone. Let me go grab it. This bitch is grabbing the microphone. This is what happens when YouTubers do podcasts. Because we think that everyone can see everything we're doing. And we just can't. Oh, this fucking thing. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I see now it now. Now we have it. It's the Dyson V7 Absolute. So it's basically a handheld, but it's a stick. It's not like an actual rolling vacuum. Yeah, no, no, no. This I thing, see. yeah. Lauren, this is my my baby. I okay. use this every single day. This I get it. This is what you need to get. Anyway, okay. so that's, that's my latest obsession is my Dyson vacuum. Um, but I'm trying to think of another one. I You said Smart Sweets. I'm obsessed with Smart Sweets. I feel like they're honestly taking over the world right now. I literally was just about to Everyone say. Everyone is talking about them. I was just about to say they're taking the world by storm. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I literally, we have them in front of us right now. So basically, if you don't know what they Those are. Those are my favorite. They are gummy candies, gummy bears, heat rings. Sweetfish, I genuinely sound like a sponsor of theirs, um, but I'm not. But don't worry, uh, neither of us are getting paid for this right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> this is free promotion right here. But each baggie only has three grams of sugar, 90 calories. There's a bunch of fiber, not that many ingredients. There's no 
like artificial bullshit. There's no artificial sweeteners. It's all plant-based. It is awesome. It's mostly um, tapioca, I believe. Yeah. Because I, this Brazilian girl does my massages and they love tapioca. Like you can do so much with it. And I think that's like the yeah. main ingredient. That's why it's high in fiber. It's yeah. tapioca fiber. But those ones are the best. The ones that look like Swedish fish. I know. They're better than actual Swedish you, fish. But have you tried the berry? Of course the, I have. Not the sour gummy bears. Oh, hell no. Gummy yeah. bears? And I, so eat, I ate them stale the other day. Oh, I'll do that too. Because like Absolutely. they're so good. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I'm not wasting a single gummy. I don't, I don't, never, sweets. never. Never. No, really Claudia, not. do you mind if we jump into some Q&As? Let's jump into some Q&As. Because I just feel like the people need to hear from you. Why is this podcast going to be two hours long? I got a lot of questions from this, okay. about this, and I was going to ask you anyway, because mm-hmm. I'm a hard-hitting journalist, and I told you about this the other day, but do you recognize slash how do you feel about the fact that you and Billie Eilish are twins? Oh my God. <laughs> if no one knows by now, Claudia is dating Phineas, Billie Eilish's brother, and they look exactly alike. Okay. Give me your take on this. As your best friend, I told you that you guys are twins. So, so here's the thing. Everyone talks about this. And <laughs> it's you have to address that, it with the peeps. Well, it's something that I've never addressed because I think the situation is just so strange. It's weird. Do you know what? It, it, that, that's a little incestual. You know what I 100%. mean? hundred um, percent. And I think, first of all, the most important thing is that Phineas doesn't see it at all. Really? Um, when he first met me and just as we started to date, whatever, and it wasn't public yet, never did we ever think it was a thing. It only became a thing, honestly, once we became public. And then I think when Billy dyed her hair black, yeah. that's when it was like, oh, but honestly, it's because we have dark hair and we have light skin and the same nose, symmetrical faces, and the same mouth. We do agree. That and the very have- similar eyes. No, 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 okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say that I just met her for the first time today and yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like I was talking to the same person. No, 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 yeah. no, absolutely. That's the thing is in person, it's so different. I think maybe sometimes in certain angles, like our faces will look similar because we have similar features. Yeah. Like I think we just, and we've never, both obviously she hasn't, she's- But do you guys talk about we, it? Have you like looked oh, at, fully, have you guys stood in the mirror and like looked at each other's faces? Well, the last time we stood in the mirror and looked at each other's faces is when we had a matching pimple underneath our nostrils. Actually. Right. We had the same pimple Oh, I can see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're seeing right now. Because There's a little happens. red dot. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. That was weeks ago, but thank you. Uh, no, we had the same pimple and we were like, we have to go see if it's exactly the same. Um, but I think it's just, <laughs> we, we've never gotten work done, so we don't have... It's not that. Yeah, no, yeah. We just have big features and we have dark hair. And I think because we're just, because I'm dating her brother, it's suddenly more, like, someone's going to compare her to me more than me and, like, like a friend of mine. Right, like, if someone, like, if you were all of a sudden in Mila Kunis' family. It's because it's close to home. Right, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were all of a sudden... Ashton Kutcher's daughter and or not like, even oh, daughter. You and Mila Kunis look the yeah, same like, because you have dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah. you guys have similar features. Like people yeah. always compare you to Angelina Jolie, Mila Kunis. Oh my god, it's such bad company. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna try to fight this. <laughs> We're gonna move on. I'm just saying, like, um, as your best friend, I can't yeah. even defend you. Yeah, I 
I but as long as Phineas doesn't see it, that's the that's all that thing. matters. He doesn't see it, and I agree. In person, especially, so different. Claudia, will you tell everyone how we met? Because we got this question a lot of times. Yeah, we met in New York during a little beauty guru trip. <laughs> so back in the day when none of us lived in the same states, we um, we used to plan trips together. It's so weird. And it was it was so wholesome and so cute. There was literally nothing else going on. Like, and for backstory, it's for fun. Yeah, and for backstory, it's more so like there were a group of girls that were all making YouTube videos before mm-hmm. it was a business and like a, a career. And we all made, instead of making friends at school, we made, we made friends on the internet. And we just all planned meetups, beauty yeah. guru meetups. Yeah. And so it's funny because we Do you know that I, up- I have a vision in my head of the exact table we met at. Do you know that? Wasn't it during breakfast? We were like somewhere and we have a picture afterwards. I was wearing like a sequin top. I remember that photo. Do you remember? Like that was the day we met. Yeah. Yeah. We met at a table. Yeah. At a table. Classic. <laughs> Romantic. So sick. Um, but we grew up 30 minutes away from each other. Yeah, which is crazy. that later. Yeah. Um, and here we are. Here we are. Here we are. What, like eight, nine years later? Yeah. And then how did you and Phineas meet? We met, the first time we met, I asked him out on a date to the movies. Yes. Uh, with my friends, Rebecca and Drew. Yes. And um, the reason why that happened is because Rebecca and Drew have worked with Phineas in the past. Rebecca Phineas Black, is, yes. Drew Mack. Yeah. Um, And so they've had sessions with him and leading up to the day we met for two years, I would hear about Phineas really from them. Um, And Rebecca tells me all the time. She's like, I remember the day I was sitting in his bedroom writing a song and just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, him and Claudia would just hit it off immediately. Really? And she, I think we later hung out that day or the next day. And she told me I had a session with this guy, this producer, you guys would totally hit it off, but it's not even worth it. Cause he's always out of town. Um, and I think at that time he actually was dating someone else. So oh, he really? wasn't available anyway. Wait, he was dating other girls. I just can't I, imagine him without you. It's hard to believe. <laughs> I know. I can't, I, not like it's hard to believe like he can't get girls. Homie is, you know, he's. He's a superstar. He's, he's, he's a superstar. I love him. He's the best. Um, but. I mean, he got I you. Just, I, I blacked that out in my memory. You know what I mean? Welcome I, to my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in denial. No, no, no. He has never kissed another girl. Sam, Sam, Sam. That's what happens when you meet the one. You're like, I, I don't, I suddenly don't want to hear any of your past stories. Um, but. Yeah, he wasn't single and he was traveling all the time, which he still does anyways. But um, I just remember for two years straight, just randomly hearing about this guy named Phineas. And, um, you know, these are the times. But (laughs) one morning I was um, getting coffee with Rebecca and I was so fed up because I just felt like I was trying out so many different. You went through like a weird single phase, yeah. I went through a weird single phase where I would meet a guy and then a week later I'd be like, ah, this red flag, this red flag, I'm not into it. And I'd tap out um, and I had, you know, just given up. And then, yeah, I went on a dating app and I was just kind of sliding through and I was with Rebecca and Phineas's profile came up and I was like, Phineas, is this the guy that you've told me about? And she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yes, yes. See if he matches you. That's I've never seen him on here. Like, you need to see. And so we matched right away and we exchanged numbers. 
And then I said something like really cute and flirty. And I was like, <laughs> so I've, I've heard some pretty good things about you through Rebecca and Drew. I love to. The classic like. I said. But it's it like was, such a classic like name drop of like, hey, we yeah, have yeah, mutual yeah, friends. Exactly. Being like, you know, because I definitely was never the type to like try to find it. I don't like, you know. You weren't like apps. you always. Yeah. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Cameron and I match on the same every time. Group. Every time Phineas knows how much I hate the story because I hate admitting that. But dude, I'm in the same boat. Me and Cameron yeah. matched on. So Raya every too. single time someone asks and asks us in person, he always looks at me and he's like, "Well, you want to tell them?" Because he knows that it pains me to say it. Um, but I think it it worked out because we had a, that mutual yeah. connection of friends, and so. We exchanged numbers, I think that day or the next day. And then I waited a week to text him. I, I don't know why. Because he gave me his number. Oh, you and waited I, a week? I waited a week. And that is just to prove how hesitant I was towards like a dating app. I was like, I don't love this concept. I'm not here for it. A week later, I had plans to go see Assassination Nation with Drew and Rebecca, the two friends oh my God, he knew. That's so old. And yeah. so I texted him, I think the day before, as I was in the hair salon. <laughs> Really? I had lots of free time. I hit him up. I think he didn't even realize who texted him for like, you know, a few minutes. He's like, Claudia, Claudia, who, 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 you know what I mean? And yeah, we start texting. And then the next day I asked him out to the movies. I was like, hey, I don't know if you're in town or not, but if you want to come, I'm coming with these two. And, and he just that, met you guys? Yeah. And so I went over to Rebecca's. But then he drove. drove you home. He drove me home. That's, exactly. a, that's a line from his song called Claudia. <laughs> And he wrote it it's, after he met the her. Second, the second we met, our relationship has been, like, stupid cute. Like, really romantic. Literally. Really thoughtful. Really sweet. There is a song on Phineas's album called Claudia. In the artwork, she drew. Painted, Just yeah. a random painting that she painted just for him. Yeah. And the lyrics are, and I'll drive you home. Or, like, something like that. Because, like, whatever. I don't know shit. I can't wait. But for it's just, like, it's absolutely incredible that, like, this has all come full circle because she's telling this story and you can literally go on anywhere you can listen to music and listen to the song that he wrote after he it's met her. Really, and it's a really okay. fucking good song. So, so let me explain that. So we go to the movies and he meets us there. We So I'm basically watching this movie with a stranger. We meet for, 100%. We meet for 30 seconds. Yeah. And the seating arrangement was Phineas on the end, then me, then like Rebecca, and then Drew or something. Yeah, that, and, that adds up. Yeah, and so you're kind of just like saying little comments during the movie, but you also <laughs> don't want to be annoying and like only talk Which, the by the way, is why like this is different because it was a group setting, but yeah. like this is why I think first dates like one-on-one going oh, to the movies are the terrible. worst idea ever. Terrible. You can't talk. The only reason it worked out like that is because we already had movie tickets and plans to do it. It so was just was a like, casual. It was casual. Yeah. Exactly. And so then after the movies, we walked over to Amoeba, which is a music store. And so... Why the, Why did you walk to a music store? Because it was like... It's just a cute thing to like walk down the aisles of records and talk about your favorite music. And um, and they wanted to go... Yeah. This this is the thing that people do that are interested in music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, got it, got it, got and it. And so we just you know, talked during that walk. And then we all decided we were hungry at 11 mm-hmm. p.m. And so we went to the Standard Hotel. Ooh, and, fancy. You know, uh, well, do you know um, Croft Alley? It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so the Standard So their now. menu, they at 
nighttime or on the weekends or something. They do it there. Best food. And so we grabbed food, and then he offered to drive me home. And, and he drove you home. Um, and then the next day, he started writing that song. So That's that was, insane. So we met on a Saturday, and then Sunday night, all of Sunday we were texting, and then Sunday night he sent me a video of – you know, the first verse. Him by the piano. Yeah. I saw the video. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. I'm so in the know. That was, that was very cute. Very cute. And then from then on, it's just been a fairy tale. So. Literally though. That. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. We're going to pause one second for me to go pee. Make this one quick. Okay. Do you have any engagement projection? <laughs> I just don't want to hear a story about it. <laughs> Cause. No. no, we don't. None? Okay. <laughs> Okay, are you vegan now? Because Phineas grew up vegan, correct? He didn't grow up vegan. He grew up vegetarian, but he did become vegan a few years ago. I don't know how many, but um, I'm not fully vegan. Providing your body with the right nutrients, um, I think it's the best for the environment, and I think it it makes the most sense. But um, So I probably eat vegan like 80% of the time, but not fully. Love that for you. Someone said, how did you know you were going to find the one, a.k.a. Phineas, boyfriend? When did you know? Um, that's a good question. I feel like it just sort of happened gradually for me. I think you you sort of go through the phases of like, oh, this is a really exciting person. Oh, this is a person that I really love talking to. Oh, this is a this is a person that I really like to spend time with. Oh, suddenly we're having sleepovers every night and mm-hmm. we don't hate each other. So I think it's... It's a gradual thing. I don't think it's something that you can spot right away because you have to go through things together and realize, like, I think, I think you find the one when you realize that you can grow with that person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like both of us have just gone through so much and have made so many changes in the last year and have done it so gracefully with each other in support of each other that that was just like the ultimate confirmation for me. But as far as being in love and, and adoring the person, that was right away. But I think, I don't, I can't. Longevity really, was. Yeah, I, I can't think of a specific moment where I was like, oh, he's the one. Um, someone said, it, someone said who defined the relationship first though. I did. Oh, you did? I did. Um, it happened and it was my first time visiting him on tour. Oh, we yeah. Were in, we started in Boston and then we were in New York and we had kind of, we were beating around the bush saying, you know, think dropping the exclusive word or just kind of saying like, I don't want to be talking to anyone else than, you know, other than you. And it was, it, it came to a point where we literally said, I love you, but we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Yet. Wait, really? So I love you came first. Yeah. Oh shit. And, um, some things came up and that led to me basically sitting him down and being like, listen, I flew across the country for you. I'm here with you. This is how I feel about you. Um, do you feel the same way? Do you want to talk to anyone else? And I also, I approached it in a, in a way of being like, listen, I like, I'm just sharing what I'm feeling and what I want. And I hope that you feel the same way. I don't think that um, I, you know, get to, I, like, I don't want to corner you. Right. You, know you I mean? weren't giving him an him, ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, if, if you want to talk to other people, just let me know because I know that I have to ease, I have to back up right? because I'm going to fall. You know what I mean? Which is good advice for all girls out there. Yeah. I think, uh, 
he, and then he, uh, he felt the same way. Well, he's and, fucking and obsessed you that with you. Night. That's insane. Um, and so, but even after that conversation, I was like, he was like, so do, do you, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, what do you, what, really? you know, where, where, where are we at now? And <laughs> I was like, well, I don't, I don't want that to come from this conversation. Cause I don't want this to be a cornering conversation where I'm forcing you to ask right. me to be your girlfriend. I was like. He was like, okay, then I'll just ask you at a time when, when it's cute. And I feel like asking you. And then he did? I love you. Yeah. And then he did like a week. Well, then after that trip, we started calling each other, you know, my boyfriend, my girlfriend to right. other people. Right, and then right, we admitted that. And then I think a week later we were in bed or something. And then he, he you know, properly asked me. Or we were on, on the couch. he should. Yeah, he asked me. People are always like, you don't have to like ask each other anymore. I'm like, like, yeah, yeah, because A, you want to make sure you're on the same page. And like Mm -hmm. B, like, why not? You deserve to like make it clear. Like, you know what I mean? It's cute and it's fun. And I think we we like to fall into those cheesy romantic things because why not make it a little moment? It's just going to be with you too. Someone asked, and I saw this like a few times, like in different versions. And someone said, has your friendship changed since you both are in serious relationships? And I'd love to hear your take on this. Friendships just in general. Just with us. No, you and I. Oh, ours. Um, It's like, I think it's like a good example of like someone you've been friends with for so long. mm -hmm. And then you've grown up with, and then you both like start growing up with another person. And like, how have we kind of, you know kept our friendship the way it is with having serious boyfriends. Does that make sense? Yes. I think, well, for starters, I feel like I can just relate to you on more things. Like I think, Mm -hmm. I think now we just have even more to talk about and and sort of um, whatever relate with. And the thing with you though, is every time we're together, it's like no time has passed and it's just like right back to normal we're catching each other up. Um, I think, but the one con and the one thing that it does do is it does, it requires more effort to go out of each other's ways to make plans because it's so easy to get caught up in work and boyfriend and home and all these different things. And so I think in general, being in a relationship, you see, you go out less, you yeah. Don't really have the desire to go out and drink with your friends or go to a bar. And so I definitely feel like I need to find a better balance of seeing everyone in my life because I am friends with so many different random yeah. friend groups. Um, so <laughs> we're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also like you've only been dating your boyfriend for a year and yeah. Cameron and I have been together for three years. So like. Obviously, it's different. And when the first year of us dating or me and Cameron dating, you yeah. were single. So, yeah. like, it was definitely, like, a year-long adjustment of, like, us figuring out when we were going to hang out. But, like, now yeah. that you and Phineas are so serious, it is easier to be, like, Claudia, we are hanging out. You are doing – like, I don't feel bad harassing you because you are such close friends of mine. Yep. And that I'm, like, you live together. You live with your boyfriend. I don't give a shit that he's oh, on tour. Well, you know yeah. what I mean? At this point, it's so great. It's so easy now. It's so and, like, easy. not everyone's obviously blessed in that fortune of, yeah. oh, you live with your boyfriend right away because mm-hmm. everyone has different opinions on living together. But at least it's in a sense of, like, I know that I feel more comfortable with where you are at to to force you guys to come to stuff and hang out. And I think, but but I think it's like, I, I I think it is different. Like I've had friends like in LA that like, I was really, really close with that. Like Cameron and I would try so hard to invite them and their significant other. Mm -hmm. And by the time they just didn't show up the third or fourth time, we were just like, we were over it. And so Mm -hmm. I think like a good advice to anyone out there that's kind of like feeling stuck is just kind of like, 
listen, if someone's inviting you a million times over or whatever, like you're still the one in control of your life and like you decide who's in your life. And I think you guys have done a really good job of like making sure that you are the prior family is the priority, you and him and home and all this stuff. But you're not going to, what are you going to do? Stay in this castle forever? Like, no, you need to have people over. I think a really important thing to, um, I guess, focus on or when, when, if you're in a similar boat, you have a strong relationship, committed relationship, and you're trying to find that balance. Um, and it's, of course, you're going to have frustrated friends that maybe see you less, um, than they'd like to. I think the number one thing is sticking to your word. And so what I'm really careful, careful about now is if I make plans, I'm gonna stick with those plans. I'm going to follow through. I'm going to ask if they're still down to hang out that night or whatever, because even if you're not seeing your friends as much, at least they can count on if you made plans with them, then you're gonna hang out with them. Um, and so that, I mean, I- am- You've done a very good job with that, by the way, because even last week we yeah. were supposed to record this a week ago and I didn't even think about it because I had all those girlfriends coming in town yep. and you texted me on Thursday and you're like, hey, are you, st- do you still want to do this? Like, let me know. Like mm-hmm. you went out of your way. Whereas like a lot of times, like in this age kind of demographic, it's, it's easy, easy to, to like, oh, they didn't text me. So, so I don't need to text them. Yeah. Exactly. And I think when you're in this situation, you have to go kind of like above and beyond to make sure that people know that you still care and you want to still hang out with them. It is so easy to stay at home or in my specific case, it's so easy to just be at home and sit on the couch with Phineas and watch something. And that's such a fun night for me. I am such a homebody. I love that. Literally me for last night. Literally. And so I think if you're trying to find that balance, making concrete plans, doing things that requires, you know, buying a ticket or something. Tonight I'm going to a haunted hayride and I'm seeing some friends that I haven't seen in a little bit. And so, I by the way, spooky season is spooky over. Spooky season but, is over. Okay, I totally I'll accept understand, it. But I didn't do the haunted hayride this <laughs> month, and I actually have never done it actually in my life. So I feel I'm like you excited. totally have. Not the haunted hayride. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it's just a matter of, yeah, just just giving people your word and following through. That's the biggest thing I can, and that's even with relationships too. And yeah, and even I mean, this is way out of our wheel wheelhouse, but. I think when it comes to parenting too, I'm starting to watch parenting things because I'm just way too excited. And I think we both have baby fever and we're just like obsessed with babies. I literally started my vlog off today being like, I need to stop watching birthing pregnancy telling. Because did you see that Alex is pregnant? Alex Centenimo or however you say her last name. Um, She's like one of the OG like YouTuber girls with Tess Christine. Yeah, did you not see it? No. Oh, she's pregnant. It was the cutest video ever. Oh, my God. I was crying on the couch today. I could, I could record an entire episode with you about, like, babies. Babies. <laughs> just, like, the pre-mommy phase. Wait, but this— Far from This that. leads so me— But that. this leads me to my next question, not to cut you off, but yeah. it, I feel like you're going to tangent into it anyway. Of I actually got, weirdly, a lot of questions about where do you see yourself in, like, five years, like, in the future. Ooh, Five years. Even if it's not five, if it's six, but a lot of yeah. people, like literally so many people are like, where do you see yourself in the future? And I think it's because mm-hmm. a lot of people are, are, you know, intrigued in your relationship and whatever. And like, I feel like when you have a boyfriend on Instagram, everyone kind of wants to know your plan, but. Which they totally can, because if I think, you know, you quickly learn that if you have a public relationship, you yeah. are giving everyone access to it and the right to ask questions and yeah. have opinions and assumptions and. Uh, make their own conclusions, which is totally fine. Um, and I think, I mean, I'm 23 right mm-hmm. now. So crazy. Can't believe I'm 23. I feel You're so still old. a baby. Am I a baby? I'm a baby. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've always wanted to have my first kid by like 
30, 29, 30, yeah. 31, that little, that little sweet spot right there. So we're sticking with that. Um, I just think your 20s is all about just being selfish with your time and doing what you want with it and working on your career and stuff. And not that your career ends when you have kids. I definitely no. do not want to be that mommy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that mommy. Who knows what kind of mommy will be. But um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think that phase of life I'm really, really excited for. And I think both of us feel like we're going to thrive as mothers. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. And it's not like you had to like stop. I think it's just like, this is the only point. Cause you know, like even when I've said about moving in, like you have the rest of your life, why rush? Right. Right. Like you don't technically have the rest of your life to have kids. Cause obviously your eggs need to be fertile right. and whatever, but you do have the rest of your life to raise children. And so like, why not now just be like as selfish as you can be like, and you don't even like, and when we say selfish too, I feel like a lot of people, would be like oh yeah like going out and like partying and like no it's like honestly laying in bed with my boyfriend last night and having the dogs just be asleep I was like if there was a baby crying like that would fucking suck like I just want to like even me having to go pee ruined the movie because he was like okay pause it like imagine having a child so it's like yeah, I know I'm going to be a fucking mom boss, girl boss, mommy, whatever, but mm-hmm. we don't need to rush into those things. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think we are the good, not the good, but a great kind of, not that I'm saying great is better than good. I'm just saying like a great kind of as, as there are tons of kinds, but there mm-hmm. is a great kind of person that, you know, wants to have children and prioritizes those things. Cause when we moved here, at least for me, a lot of people were like, don't think about having a boyfriend. Don't think about getting married. Don't think about having kids. That's not important. Focus on your career. And it's like, I think that we have a lot of really great role models that have shown us that you can have it all. Totally. And I think that's what we're both really excited for No. Yeah. I think, um, well, I think a, a big thing for us too, is the reason why we want to have kids around that age is because we we want our kids to have grandparents. We want yeah. our parents around. And so that's why we want to be a little bit younger. Um, and I think the reason why we want to have them is because we live such a fortunate life. And um, we both, even though we're crazy busy right now, um, I think by that age, we're going to have a lot of flexibility with really making sure to raise children that are, mm-hmm. you know, just very aware yeah. <laughs> and, um, and just in smart and curious and hopefully we'll just like make our planet a better place. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, we were, we've created this life for ourselves, or this life has been given to us and we're very fortunate. And I think like, I, I think I, I really want to have a kid just to obviously to experience it, it into your life, but also you know, bring people into this world that, you know, can make a difference and continue to just. Yeah. And I think it, it, it says a lot of, you know, obviously I think it's when I hear us talking about this stuff and like even hearing Claudia say this stuff, I'm just thinking like, wow, like what a great role model, like what, like, like beautiful words to say. And it it, it doesn't go against anything of waiting or whatever. It's just, Mm -hmm. it all depends on like where you are in your life and also what you're dealing with and all these things. It's so unique. And also like, for instance, like, you know, we have such different relationships with our parents and like my mom had me on accident. And I always say, I'm the best motherfucking thing that ever happened to you, (laughs) bitch. Like I'm the greatest mistake you've ever made. So it's like, it's one of those things where you could be a young mom, you could be an old mom, you could be any of these things. But like when you know yourself and like we, we see like, we're like so OCD and we see ourselves in these paths and might they come true? God willing. Yes. Like would they don't like who knows, but 
it's one of those things where it's like just hearing someone talk and be able to tell that someone has a good head on their shoulder, I think says more about their heart than their plan. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. That just got really deep. I know that did get deep. I think those are sort of, those are the motives that I have towards bringing kids into this world. And so that's just something where only time will tell. You can't totally plan that stuff. My motives yeah. is literally having a baby. Yeah. Like I want it to not grow. I know. Like I always think when I ever like think about like, oh, did I take my birth control today? Like my first thought is Lauren, do you want a 12 year old? And my first thought is fuck no. Like if a 12 year old showed up to my house, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like maybe we could be friends. I'll give you your first tequila shot, but like oh get the God. fuck out of my house. But if it's a baby, I'm like, oh my, God, come here. Like, I'll raise you to be a beautiful child. Like, no, I want a baby. I don't want a fucking teenager. Obviously, I know they'll be mine, so I'll love them more. But at this point in my life, I think the fact that I want to offer a tequila shot to a 12 year old is probably a sign that I shouldn't have a child right now. You gotta wait. Yeah. Right now, you're having baby fever. I have the biggest baby fever. And you're gonna have a baby, and then you're gonna be like, I can't wait for this. Little to, fucker to stop pooping in their own diaper. I know. And you then, know like, I feel like when you're a mom, like, you kind of, like, enjoy them growing up. Yeah. And then you, like, kind of miss it so you have another one. Yeah. But, like, at this point, I'm just, like, I'm, like, I don't want any of that fucking you're, shit. You're reading too far in. My you cleaning lady course. came over with seven bags for her child. Like, That's seven crazy. purses of, That's like, crazy. supplies. And I was, yeah. like, there's probably, like, a fucking med kit in one. Yeah. There's a breastfeeding thing in the other. It's That's insane. Wild. There's actually weirdly um, a lot of stuff about like places to shop and like oh. jewelry and like style and oh like just like kind of like stuff like that. Like, is there anything that like if this was a YouTube video, like beauty products, skincare, like mm-hmm. trends, fashion, anything like you don't need to have to cover every topic. Like just okay. what are your favorite things like favorite things. to recommend to people that maybe don't even know you, you know? Right. Um, I love cream based products. I know that's a very general. No, it's not. Category, but. As far as highlighters and blushes, lately I've been loving just um, using just my like my plain clean skin as my base. I, right now, all I'm wearing is just like a mascara and filled in eyebrows. But never I, goes anywhere without filled in eyebrows. By the way, true, this is true. Um, we went to Soul Cycle when we were in the elevator, and she was like filling in her eyebrows. I was like, "Bitch, we're going to Soul Cycle." She's like, "I gotta fill in my eyebrows," and I was like, "You're a psychopath." Well, we had a cute instructor. And oh so, my god, he was so hot. He was really hot. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> I I just I love seeing flushed cheeks and seeing those imperfections just come through. Um, I'm just going through a phase right now where I don't love the fully caked foundation look, mm-hmm. and then having to contour your face because you just made your face one color. Right, you know right, I mean? right. And so I've just been loving using anything that's tinted or you know just some spot concealer under the eyes or something, and then using cream blush and just keeping it very natural. So do you do like any eyeshadow or anything anymore? Because I've noticed that you've been going for a more natural look. Never, I have. Never. So you basically do like spot. I'm so lazy. You do like spot treatment, and then do you do like bronzer or like anything? Yeah, I'll do bronzer. I'll do. I have this cloud paint cream from blush. Glossier. Yeah, from Glossier that I love on my cheeks. Um, I always just do brows and mascara. And then for lips, all I do is, um, I'll, if I want to have a more polished and sort of like finished look, I'll take a lip liner that's the same color of my lips mm-hmm. and just line my lips so that the 
the cut is just really clean mm-hmm. um and then kind of blend that in with lip balm but li- i don't even use yeah i know i've noticed yeah. it on your instagram i was like she's definitely like not really wearing as much right, makeup as well because you're really good at makeup though too i mean Thank that's you. kind of how you started yeah. your career yeah I think I'm just too lazy now. Every day I'm like, oh gosh, I don't have time for this. So I just fill my eyebrows and leave. It's so funny. Someone said, what's your most wild story together? And all I can think of is that like, all I can think of is like that phase that we had where we were both single and we would just go out from like Wednesday to Saturday because we were just like young and in LA and we like started making friends and we would just like go out and then like, we were so, we were young enough. Not that it's obviously it's just a few years ago and we're not old at all, but we were young enough to where like we'd be so hungover and we'd go to Soul Cycle. <laughs> Do you remember that? Insane. We'd be like hungover on the couch, but like so ready to go to Soul Cycle at 4 p.m. We somehow were thriving during that phase of life. I know. We, we were so fit. We were so fit. We were going to Soul Cycle almost every other day, sometimes twice a day, honestly. But at the same time, we had such poppin' nightlifes. Yeah. Like we would just, we'd go to different bars and like, but we went to like the fun places where you can still hear people. It's not like, yeah, a, it's yeah, not yeah. like a dark club where no, we were never dancing like, on sofas and grinding each other. We were never ratchet. No, 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 no. We just did, we just had a, the, we, we hit up the bar scene. Um, I think that just like half year, but it's that- good that we got it out of our system. It was, it was, a, it was fully a half year. Cause I broke up yeah. with my ex and then I met Cameron like over six months later. Yeah. And in those months we just like had like a wild period of, we were both single and like, we weren't ratchet. We were just like actually social. Yeah. And like to us, that's <laughs> fucking wild. Totally. And we would just like go out and it was absolutely like, so I can't even think of like a wild story. Cause I it's know. more just like, we both left our house. For multiple consecutive nights in a row. Well, guys, Lauren made a drink for me. By the way, so good. She made a cocktail for me. And I she's had barely to, touched it. I had to stop a third of the way down because I'm feeling fuzzy. Oh, wow. I didn't want to be drunk for this podcast. Oh, wow. Well, I'm always drunk for the podcast. But <laughs> the last question I'm going to ask you. Side. Cheers. The last question that I'm going to ask you is kind of like a two-parter of like, what is your favorite part of the house? And is there anything that you guys are disagreeing about on the house yet? Ooh, oh my God, I have funny drama. Okay. Love. Um, I mean, probably the backyard. I've just never had an outdoor yeah. space. So being able to just sit outside while I'm working or eating or whatever is a game changer because I love being outside. Um, but the recent drama that we had, it didn't really end in a fight, but there was definitely tension just from frustration. Yeah. We, it was the first night. This is, this is so champagne problems. We were trying to work our pool um, <laughs> because we we had our pool service for the first time. And so that meant that everything was turned on and the chlorine levels were safe and whatnot. So we were able to swim in it, but we had no fucking clue how to turn on our pool. <laughs> and, and all of the gear and everything, all the switches are like in the back of our backyard behind these shrubs. And so Phineas is texting our like house manager trying to figure out. Yeah, we have a house manager. I was going to say, talk, what the fuck I'll does that mean? This after. Oh, um, all right. And we, it's basically, it's like having a landlord. It's just, it's having someone to call. I was going to say, but, but why, but if you're, if you bought the house, then why do you have a landlord? It's, it's someone you hire to help you out with everything with security oh. and, and maintenance and landscaping and just, just having one point of contact. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this, yeah, I didn't we'll talk about it. I, I, I don't get it. Up. I'm the fakest adult. But no, the reason why I bring him up is because, you know, we were trying to figure out how to turn on this pool because there's like a pump, there's a heater, there's fountains, there's all these different 
gadgets and gizmos. And so we're like, we're texting this guy and we're like, okay, it's, we're sending videos, we don't know what to do. Um, and then suddenly the pool says that it's 126 degrees when really we turned it to 85, whatever. The, <laughs> the, the, the pool pipe, the pipe connected to the pump explodes. Stop. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's like 10 p.m. Phineas, I forgot where he was, but we we had separate days and then we met back up and our plans were like, let's swim in this pool because we're so excited. It's our first day to swim in it. We're gonna have a night swim. It's gonna be so cute. Maybe we'll skinny dip, adorable. So, <laughs> so we're trying to figure this out and we're freezing. It is so cold. The grass is so wet from the sprinklers and we're trying to figure this out. Suddenly I'm like by the pool now and all the, you know, all the shit is like behind the, the, whatever trees and suddenly I see water spraying everywhere and I just hear Phineas go oh oh this is what I feared what and one of the pipes like came undone and was shooting water and that was like the pump that like pumps the whole pool and so it's flooding the back of our backyard just all of the grass and the mud and we're freaking out and he's like oh my god he calls he calls our guy and he's like we we blew up the pool. We blew up the pool. I don't know what's happening. And he's like, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> and Phineas just pressed a bunch of buttons and it somehow turned off. And so we just left it. We were like, fuck this. We are not going to mess with this. And so we got it fixed. Clearly it's running. Everything is fine now. But that was a very high in, you know, just, a, just a, an intense moment for us where both of us just didn't know what to do. Um, and then we had problems with like our drain up in the shower. And it just, it, it was one of those spiraling nights where things just kept happening. And we were like, holy crap, we're living in a house. Um, we don't know how to do anything, you know? Oh my God. So I think it's going to be a lot more of that, of just fig- For sure. just trial and error. Yeah. You know, trial and error. Um, but yeah, so it, it looks like my favorite thing of the house so far has given us the most trouble. <laughs> I was going to say, so the favorite part of the house is the backyard, and the backyard almost exploded. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Well, I'm not going to lie. We got way too many questions for you, and you and I talk way too much to do it all in one episode. So like I said with Joey, Claudia, you are going to be back because you are one of my best friends, yes, and please. therefore I have jurisdiction over your whereabouts. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Claudia, so much is there anything you want to promote besides like you? Um, yeah, I, um, Phineas was like, hey, you could promote this if you want, but we are going to start a podcast. Ooh, woo, woo. Um, we haven't recorded anything yet. We just have the idea locked down and we're starting to speak with our teams um, doing the behind the scenes. So it's stuff. like on the lookout. Yes, but um, we're going to have a podcast together, which I'm very excited about because we go on crazy tangents and we're always like, why are we not recording this? this I would love so to hear his version. Funny. Yeah. His version of the backyard yeah. saga. I, oh, 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 oh. It, that's exactly what the podcast is going to be is just both sides of whatever is going on in our lives. Um, so that's going to come up soon. But besides that, um, I'm just grateful to be on here and be able to catch up with you, chat on my carpet. And thank you for having me. Of course. You guys make sure you go follow Claudia on Instagram. Check out Phineas's music. Watch her vlogs. They just moved. So obviously she's doing a ton of vlogs. Moving vlogs. They're amazing. Yeah. She's like one of the <laughs> like she's one of my favorite YouTube channels to actually watch just because it's like bearable in a sense of she's not like a psychopath and then she also has really great editing skills so let me know what you guys want to hear next week in a sense of hey i'll see you on wednesday thank you guys so much for listening please give this podcast a five star rating make sure to subscribe and i will 
I would say I'll see you guys next week because we're YouTubers, but I won't see them. They'll never see me. They'll hear you next week. I will talk to you guys next week. I'm going to be doing my mood next week. We didn't have enough time today, but I'll be going through your advice emails. So make sure to email mood with Lauren Elizabeth at gmail.com. Your mood with the advice you need. Follow me on Instagram, shop xlelabel.com, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.